Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. He's a gorilla of destiny. A bullet club OG. Continuing on the legacy of the most feared name in all of wrestling. From Tonga to Japan to America, you are now entering Tamas Island with your host, the babyface heel, Tamatonga. Hey, Ross. Howdy. Um, we're here. We're we're going live here. I'm stateside and yep. uh, enjoying the life here in the United States. Guys, welcome to Tamas Island Podcast. I'm your host, Thomas Tonga, with my man, Ross Berman. We're going to go live. We're going to talk about a few things here in wrestling that's going on. Some things that happened this starting from Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's uh, It was kind of kind of eventful, kind of eventful. But we're going to talk about some rumors that happened last week. Some shit that went down last week that we already talked about on a happy hour with our Patreon members. If you're not a Patreon member, join us at patreon.com backslash Thomas Island. Get the inside scoop. We talk about the real shit. You get the truth in it. You get the lowdown on everything that's going on in wrestling, at least on my side there with New Japan. And here in America, you get that with my man Ross. The real shit. Not like that <laughs> bullshit that Meltzer be putting out. But okay, then. Okay, shots fired. Let's go. Let's go Ooh. live, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So, uh, let, I mean, let's just, let's just address the, 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 you know, the yeah. guys that will let go. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely... Definitely a good place to start because we we pretty much dropped the episode Wednesday in the wee hours of the morning, and then towards the end of by the end of business on Wednesday, WWE had cut some pretty pretty significant names. We have uh, I have a list in front of me here. One second, because they they cut Braun Strowman, who mm-hmm. is I mean this is a guy who when they cut him, he had a T shirt available for pre order on the shop, so there was clearly plans for this guy and they cut him they cut alistair black who was uh featured on tv up until about two weeks before they cut him so he was another one where they clearly had a direction they were going with this guy he had just lost an eyeball and so he had this new kind of aesthetic uh but they they cut him buddy murphy a guy that they have uh pretty i mean between the stuff they've done on 205 live all the way up through smackdown he they have tried everything with buddy murphy uh from Mm. The, the angle that he had with the, the Mysterio family to being one of Seth Rollins' followers. I mean, this is a guy who, who definitely felt like a utility player, someone that, they, that uh, people celebrate his, his in-ring prowess. But again, he, he, was, he was also uh, let go along with Santana Garrett and some, some others. But Braun Strowman is the big name here mm-hmm. that really makes people go, wait a minute, what the hell is going on? Because Braun Strowman is... A very large man, and not only is he a very large man, but he is someone WWE molded. They shaped him. He was a he was one of their developmental talent. Went from uh, originally he was a strong man. He was a you know he, he would compete in those world strongest man competitions. WWE brought him in, taught him what they wanted in a giant, presented him how they wanted to, and now 
here we are uh, about six or seven years and about a million dollars later, and they, they've cut him. And it, and it seems like Braun Strowman would be the kind of guy that you, you would be a license to print money, especially for WWE, the company of Andre the Giant, the company of the Big Show, the company of so many, that was at one point even called the Land of the Giants can't make money with Braun Strowman, apparently. I mean, what do you, what do you think of, of the news that he was cut, Tama? A, a big surprise on my part. Big, yeah. big surprise. I had to hit up my brother and because uh, I, you know, he had spent some time with him uh, through the developmental program, yep. and uh, yeah, he was surprised too. But you know, he kind of like uh, gave me the nudge on. That's what I had. You know, he had a big ass million dollar deal, and uh, mm-hmm. I, you know, it, it makes you wonder: is is WWE really going up for sale? Is is are they trying to cut down some budget? Uh, shit to to get this ball rolling on a sale hot sale fire sale what's going on man there is there is some some speculation on a sale nothing's nothing's for sure at the moment but the the reason that was cited to talent was budget cuts like i said alistair black braun Strowman. these are not guys that you can use the usual excuse of well creative's got nothing for you apparently creative had so much for them they even had t-shirts they were ready to release so like this was clearly done on the financial side, this was clearly done as a reason to to either fatten fatten up the coffers WWE has or to, to cut some of those expenditures. Because it's like you said, it's entirely possible that this is a way for them to, to look real profitable in the event that they might get a sale. They just got out of the technology business, as uh, Stephanie McMahon put it. They, mm-hmm. the, the whole reason they sold all their content to Peacock and sort of shuttered the WWE network on the uh, North American side is eventually – you have to deal with tech companies and you have to you would have to be competing with Amazon, with Disney, with Peacock for your own kind of, you know, streaming IP. And now they don't have to worry about the hardware. They don't have to worry about the servers. All they have to do is keep churning out the content, which is what WWE kind of does best. They are they are a content machine. Granted, mm-hmm. they cut a lot of the digital content department uh, in their their round of cuts a couple weeks ago. So there is the a question of what is going on here if they're trying to become a content company why are they cutting the digital content people why are they cutting people like braun Strowman, who would be a center of the content that they're mm-hmm. trying to to produce it it raises a lot of questions i mean it uh, the idea of a wwe sale whether it be to an nbc universal or to a fox uh to any of any of the the companies that we know of that that might be looking into it or that they already have partnerships with who knows but it it definitely makes one go, what the hell's going on over in Stanford? Like what? Because like you, I, I, there's always been a stability to WWE. There are guys right. that you, you could count on being lifers in a way, and now it's it's not a, appearing so. I mean, how does how does that kind of I, you, I, like I, you I, said? You were talking to your brother. This is clearly sending ripples not only through fans and not only through through WWE, but just through the wrestling world in general. Because I mean, now New Japan could get a. They could get a Braun Strowman. They could get a Tommy End, formerly Alistair Black. They could ooh, get a Buddy Murphy. Ooh, you know, ooh, like I they're. I don't know about a Strowman, man. He better put down that price tag. Damn ooh, it. there you go. <laughs> you can't. And that million dollar price tag is a bit much. It's heavy right now, man. I'm sorry, <laughs> Braun. You got. Yeah, cut that by like seventy five percent, dog. <laughs> it it definitely it definitely does seem to, and especially when you consider that this is a contract that Braun negotiated last year. If if anyone has has their memory stretching back, when Braun was uh, when a, a big round of cuts happened last year at the start of the pandemic, Braun's whole thing was, look, 
They can go work on, on his, I believe he put it the minor leagues or the Bush leagues. He, he did not paint independent wrestling or wrestling outside of WWE in a positive light. He said that he's going to work for Vince until he's done. The minute, the minute he's no longer wrestling for Vince, he's going to hang his boots up. So it's, it's entirely possible. We'll just never see Braun Strowman in a wrestling ring again. I mean, what do you, to, what, to, to make a comment like that, that's very asinine, man. Cause yep. that's, if you're in that bubble, you don't see that there are, there are other pro leagues when you say that's the like independent you know the indies they, they use this term indies like it's like lower mm-hmm. but if that's an independent company when you go to a pro level compete at a pro level that's new japan i, I mean even roh i i believe is a pro level all right i mean uh, let's let's let I me mean, roh is a pro level they have they have tv distribution through sinclair uh-huh. broadcasting a publicly right. traded company like they they definitely have the the they have the infrastructure there, and yeah. especially so and to to make a comment like that, it's yeah. it's come on, man, Bush League. These guys can run circles around your big ass, you know. So it, come on, let's and, let's be smart about this. You're just you're you're being catered to. You're getting fed on a silver platter here and silver spoon. So to make a comment like that to me, I I just don't agree with it. Mm-hmm. Um, because come on, come on now, let's be real. You come out in Japan, you got guys you can run can work with you like at a pro levels this is not bush league so but but that's what happens when you come up the you know the wwe system a lot of guys that just start wrestling through wwe they don't know how like when you get thrown out into the real world boy a lot of them they don't they don't float man they don't float it's it's you know you're not wrong because like it's like you said, he was brought up through the WWE system. This is a guy who does, he's never even wrestled in these so-called Bush League promotions. He's yeah. never even wrestled in a Ring of Honor. He's never wrestled in AEW. He's never wrestled in... It, hell, he wasn't even... When, when WWE had the Evolve partnership, he wasn't exactly showing up at Laboom and Queens to do the, the, the Evolve shows. This is a guy who wanted to be a WWE lifer, and he sounds like last summer he put his foot in his mouth when he was, he was trying, to, trying to double down. Because at the end of the day... You can be very loyal to WWE, but WWE only has to be loyal to their shareholders. Right. Uh, Damn. That's, that's how a publicly that's how a publicly traded company works. In fact, in fact, if they aren't loyal to the shareholders, the shareholders can revolt against them and overturn leadership. <laughs> so they have to keep they have to keep the shareholders happy. But that's just that's just a fact of business. That's just one of those one of those things you can't really you can't work around, especially when you're you're publicly traded like that. Um, Oof. Yeah, no, it's it's and I personally I hope we get Braun Strowman showing up in somewhere that's not WWE so that he can actually experience wrestling. Yeah. Cuz like this I, is don't get me wrong, he can go to Hollywood and he can he can do some great things in Hollywood, but a man that is built like that that is as strong and as fast and as big as Braun Strowman is. Yeah. I want to look, he's athletic, he's coachable, yeah. you know. It, yep. It's he should travel. He's got to understand that there's more to wrestling than WWE. There's so much more experience that you can get by traveling around. And, and there's, there's not just it's life, man. Yep. Brown, I hope I hope you travel around, man. Yep. And I do hope I do hope you come through New Japan, man. I do hope that you find some way over there because I come out, eat some sushi out in Japan, you know, get, yeah. get, get some experience out there, get that ass whooped. But you know, shit. I like that. He's got to, he's got to get, he got it. He does. He needs to get his ass whooped a little bit and let life. <laughs> 
<laughs> Life teach them. Sometimes, sometimes people need to learn trial by fire, and maybe it's time for for Strowman to walk on some coals. But uh, uh, we're talking about how how you know Braun Strowman put his foot in his mouth last uh, last year. One wrestler who is not at all putting their foot in their mouth, and in fact seems to be working very hard to say nothing but nice things since their releases. Alistair Black, who mm. between Twitch and podcast appearances that he's done, he was just recently on uh, Renee. Uh, Rene Paquette's oral sessions. So uh-huh. he's he's been making the rounds talking about a how much he loved Vince McMahon and how much Vince McMahon loved him. Apparently Bruce Pritchard, everyone creative, took very good care of Aleister Black. He has nothing but nice things to say about right. WWE. To mm-hmm. the point where people are now frustrated by how many nice, like they're waiting for that, <laughs> they're waiting for that C, that CM Punk Colt Cabana moment where he's like, "No, actually, I'm I'm gonna burn this company so da- down so badly I get sued." Like, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> what what do you have you have you kind of seen I, i'm okay with that i that's yeah. fine I, I look people gotta understand my man's gotta like you can't burn any bridges that's the smart play right yep. you can't burn any bridges now now I, I saw my boy uh carl anderson put out uh a state like he said something on the podcast on on his podcast that <laughs> Uh, they should guys should you know take a breather don't be so eager to go on and and say how much they they love the company or thank you for this thank you for that just mm-hmm. chill out breathe there's there's a lot of money i hear to be made you know uh it, it's something along those lines and i saw the people come at him mm-hmm. and and there's two ways there's two ways to look at this i know what he means right that you can yep. he's trying to be motivational like Take a breather. It'll be all right. Come out here. There's, there's money to be made. That's not the only place that you can make money. And there's another way. A lot of people are like, oh, you, you sound so bitter. You know, they, mm-hmm. they're just they're looking at the negative things. So it's all about perspective. And I, I can see both what the fans see and I can see what Carl Anderson is seeing. And I'll, I'll go with, hey, take a breather. It'll be all right. But, yep. you know, just there's money to be made out here out here in the real world, out here in the Bush League, right? <laughs> as Braun would say. There's those, a lot those, of man. Those bushes are full of money. Have you have you been in those bushes? <laughs> hey man, money no. grows on bushes are here, dude. Yeah, exactly. Like that's 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 what people don't understand. Money grows on trees, money grows on bushes, money just money just grows in America. That's yeah. apparently how it works here. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but I, it, I understand perspective, right? Yeah. It's all about perspective. And like people like I, I saw people going in on Carl Anderson and Come on now, relax, y'all. My man is—you got obviously got to understand my man, and he's just trying to be uh, uplifting, you know. And I see a lot of—I saw a dash and 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 mm-hmm. uh, cash put out. Hey, everything's all good, you know. Uh, just being supportive, wrestlers being supportive towards other wrestlers. Yep. And I—I I put out a tweet, right? <laughs> and I was like, "Damn!" I said, I said "Damn!" You know. Uh, Thanks, New Japan, for not dumping us uh, yep. during the uh, during the Corona or during this whole pandemic or even after. And people, you know, they- <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say people people got mad at you. You you would have think you dumped on a pig funeral. Or something. They, got, they really. Hey man, what's wrong with a pig funeral? Man? I I didn't say there was anything wrong with a pig funeral. Go back to that tweet. I didn't say there's anything wrong with it. But no, he, and and I think you and and I you 
A, it's a valid point. Thanks to New, thank you, New Japan, for not cutting people like WWE did. But it's, <laughs> and the, the problem is, though, isn't with you. The problem is with the world, where you would have to even have that thought because other companies are like, oh, pandemic time. Bye, everyone. Like yeah. that. It, <laughs> got to gotta, gotta beat our quarter from last year. We got to be, you know, got yeah. to make that money. But, you know, and... And I understand what everybody's yelling at me on Twitter. Yeah. If you if you could hear people on Twitter, you know I'm tone deaf and what's and whatever. But hey, I, all I'm saying is I'm thankful for the for the company, yep. for especially when we were just put out uh, some kind of rumors that you know the guys in unrest. There's yep. guys in unrest out here in New Japan, just a few weeks ago. And hey, it's perspective, man. Look at our situation. We're just glad to have a job and keep working and. Mm-hmm. And there, I'm thankful for that. So it's all about perspective, people. How yep. you how you see what's going on in this world? Come on now, get with me, man. Get with the program. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And I and I I do. I'm agree. I agree with you. I think there's a lot of a truth to Carl Anderson's statement that, especially at a, at a time like this, when you are a very public person like Braun Strowman, Alistair Black, Buddy Murphy, like you're on TV, you are you're getting bombarded with people not only tagging you saying how much it sucks that you got released but there are people tagging you saying well now you got to go work here and now you don't forget you might have been fired but the hustle never ends come get this bread uh uh-huh. and so it's like it it i think it does make sense just sit back take some time with your family with your friends to, and with yourself to kind of understand where you're hitting uh where where your head is at um, and then, then make a move. Like I, I respect the hell out of what EC3 did with his release, where he just went mm-hmm. very quiet until he, to borrow a phrase from him, could control his own narrative. Until he was able mm-hmm. to come out with it, with what I think is was a very inventive, uh, inventive angle with with Matt Cardona. So like, I, I think, I, but it's again, it's that timing thing of like people are like, well, but yeah, if if they can take a break, then so can you from telling them what to do, Carl. You know. It's like, <laughs> I, I get the I get both sides of it. I right, get, right. And that that's why social media is fun and a nightmare all at the same time. Uh, <laughs> but I, again, these are all uh, of the people that were released. They're all gonna they're all gonna land on their feet. I mean, like if you're looking at the chat here, shout out to everyone who's subscribed to the Thomas Island Twitch because we we have a subscriber only chat and they're throwing out stuff like Tommy End and Suzuki Gun, Buddy Murphy in the United Empire. Like they they p- clearly these are people who who capture the imagination of wrestling fans and that that will always uh keep you working in this business oh yeah those make sense i can see buddy murphy in the uh in the uh, united empire i can see Absolutely. tommy and in, in uh suzuki goon that's mm-hmm. that's very that's i like that i like I, those ideas man keep throwing those ideas out i'm watching exactly yeah and it, give, it gives it would give so much dimension to the united empire because they don't they don't have a junior heavyweight right now and mm-hmm. i think and buddy murphy he was he was at that like 205 bearer he could mm-hmm. very much he could very much make it to to junior heavyweight and to and especially if you're going to be like you know maybe bringing back a guy like robbie eagles mm-hmm. he could him and buddy murphy could be butting heads over the fact that i used to be osprey's uh uh you know sort of chosen one now buddy murphy's osprey's like there's there's just so much that there's so much that can happen for these guys i think that that they're all gonna the guys and the girls they're all gonna they're all gonna do very well um but speaking and you know we're talking about releases we have a big uh it wasn't the only big news that happened this Mm -hmm. past week aew on their their most recent edition of Friday Night Dynamite, because the the NBA playoffs and finals have them uh, pigeonholed on Fridays at 10 p.m. Eastern. Uh, they on their their most recent Friday Night Dynamite, they debuted 
Andrade El Idolo, formerly Andrade Cien Elmas in the WWE, formerly La Sombra in, La in, in Sombra. New Japan and CMLL. Andrade is supposed to take on Kenny Omega at uh, uh, Triple Mania in uh, in August. So this is mm-hmm. there was already that that hype built in, but it does sound like Andrade is part of the AEW roster. Mm-hmm. They've been trying to get him since March. They finally got a, a, a an agreement over creative that he could agree upon, and now he's here. Vicky Guerrero is his his sidekick or manager or whatever. Yeah. Uh, what did what did you think of the the Andrade debut on on AEW? He doesn't have music yet. I will. I gotta add that as well. He's got Vicky Guerrero. He's got the contract. He does not have music. It, they should have waited. They should have waited for him to, for the whole package. Get the music. Yep. I I like Vicky. I do. I think she's a great uh, side mic mm-hmm. person, right? But I didn't like the way she brought him out. I couldn't understand her. She was sc- screaming so loud. I I couldn't understand that it was Andrade until he walked out, and then it was like, oh. And I didn't like that he came out that Friday. I yep. would have rather seeing him come out on a bigger platform on a pay-per-view or something that, that creates more because he's, he's a star man. he's mm-hmm. a big superstar and he should have came out bigger on a bigger platform. That's just my opinion. That's yep. just, he looks great. He looked like a million bucks. The suit, the hair, oh, yeah. the Oof. mic, his English was better than I could understand his English better than Vicky's. Yep. So I, I, I would have gone with a, with an American blonde girl to, to, Stand by him. I right. something something. I, I don't. E- I and I said this on Twitter. I don't even know. It, like I understand debuting him on Friday Dynamite. I don't understand having him in the arena on Friday Dynamite. Mm-hmm. Like have him have him literally just send in like a grainy cell phone video. Like, look, I'm in all elite, but like, come get me when it's not. You know, when it's something I can actually. You know, big time him. Make yeah. him feel like the star that he is. Because I mean, this is a guy who, if you follow Andrade on Instagram. He gets, he's got the mystique. He understands how to, you know, he understands how to, how, I, I don't want to make this sound exploitative, but he knows how to use his girlfriend's presence without actually just being like, hey, I'm Charlotte's, you know, fiance, husband, whatever. It, mm-hmm. He's, it's a very, he walks a very good line of making it feel like this big star. And if you can translate that Instagram presence to yeah. dynamite, gold, but they didn't. And I'm I'm with you. I love Vicky Guerrero. She could have re- she could have literally retired and spent the rest of her life on Eddie Guerrero's legacy. Like the man is still selling merch. He's still like people still love Eddie Guerrero to this day. Mm-hmm. She made her own thing. She carved her own path. And I think she's one of the best like heel managers that's going right mm-hmm. now. She's not, but she's not. She doesn't enunciate great. And so it's right. one of those like she shrieks, she yells. That's great for ringside. But when you're introducing someone, especially yeah. someone that's got a lot of syllables in their name, like I think she could. I think <laughs> I don't think I don't think Vicky Guerrero would have any problem yelling Shaq. No one has any problem yelling Shaq. But Andrade <laughs> El Idolo, or even just Andrade, you need to enunciate that. You need to make sure that people in the arena can hear you. And no yeah. one could. No one knew who was coming out. They just and then once he came out, they were like, oh. Cool, Andrade's here, but he doesn't have. It's like you said, he doesn't have the music. He doesn't have the the package yet. So yeah. why why rush it like this? It's the same problem. I, I get it with Mark Henry because Mark Henry's like an, an analyst. He's not supposed to be a star. He doesn't have right. to have music. It's just great that they have him and that they have his eye for talent. But with Andrade, 
he's a star. Treat him like right. a star, especially since he's taking on your champion, whose like right. whole thing is I'm Michael Jordan, I'm a star, and you've you've yeah. got an you've got a legitimate competitor there. Like Andrade is a is a contender in every sense of the word. Uh, he's mm-hmm. got that flash. He's got that style. He's got that, and then he's got the the in ring work. And it's like you said, his promos are great. Mm-hmm. There was there was all this talk in WWE about how they don't know how to how to use him. They don't they don't want him on the mic. And now that I've heard him speak, what the hell are they listening to like that? He's fine. He's great. <laughs> there's not like there's nothing wrong with his English. I think even he could have introduced himself better than Vicky right? could have at this point. Right? Like I. <laughs> I don't, and it doesn't. It doesn't feel cool that he's like the guy who's like, "Oh, they told me to show up at ten thirty on a Friday, and so I'm there, man." It's like, no, nah, it's like I, I bring. Am I having a match at ten thirty on Friday? No, then um, let be big time. Be a be someone they have to that Tony yeah. Khan literally literally has to drag out of Mexico. He has to drag him across the border to actually right. get him to a show because he's like, "Well, I've paid you all this money. Like that's a oh, that's I mean, that's he's, some he's substance." So- Look, he's suplexing Ric Flair on Instagram. Yes. Yeah, like this guy's like, come on, man. <laughs> like, treat, come on, suplexing on a legend. Come on, and, treat him like one, man. And it and if 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 the rumors are to be believed, it does sound like one of the problems that they had. Like they were talking to him all the way back in March, but Andrade wanted creative control. He wanted to be able to say, you know, these are the guys I I lose to. These are the guys I don't lose to. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And they they eventually came to some kind of compromise because he's there now. But now that I'm looking at the way AEW wants to present him and the way Andrade presents himself, uh-huh. and I'm like, just let him like don't yeah. uh, don't get me wrong. I don't think Andrade should be able to control his wins and losses. I think that's that that is one of those things that really can screw up a promotion. Mm-hmm. But let him control his presentation. Let him control like yeah. he gets it. He knows how to present himself, uh, especially post WWE release. Just give give him the the ball and run with it. <laughs> I'm with you. I agree, man. Give him the ball and run with it. Yeah, but uh, we'll we'll see. Like I said, that's still that's that's just rumor, innuendo, conjecture that's in the air. But uh, it, it it and I should point out that the debut episode that or the episode of uh, Dynamite that Andrade showed up on was the lowest rated Dynamite in the history Damn. of Dynamite because. Because they've been preempted, everyone knows Damn. they're in this theory. Everyone knows they're in this holding period kind of booking. Like they even said as much when they said, "Oh, Kenny Omega's injured, so we can't have the Jungle Boy Omega match next week. We have to do it all the way in July when we're going to be on Wednesdays and we're going to have fans when we're going to be back to to real wrestling." You know what I mean? And so now, oh. so it, it does kind of feel like they're like, "All right, let's just let's just get through these last few weeks at Daly's place, and then then we'll 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 deal we'll do it." But uh, it, it's Oof. like a guy like Andrade, you put him on the pay-per-view, a ton of people see him. They keep breaking their own pay-per-view records. Like yeah. ev- this, every time they do a pay-per-view, the next, like re- this year's revolution beat last year's revolution in viewership. Mm-hmm. This year's double or nothing beat last, beat every double or nothing in viewership, apparently. Like all of their pay-per-views they get viewers for. But the one show where they decide to show Andrade, they're not even doing NXT numbers. They're doing like 400,000 and really... Making people yeah. making people question that Friday night Oof. rampage slot that they're going to be getting because I, uh, I I don't I, it 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 is a question of yes people watch SmackDown but do people actually want to watch wrestling on a Friday night or do they want to have lives mm. you know like, <laughs> oh, have lives. well because if, if yeah if, we'll see we're gonna... it, well because if, if wrestling lives or dies by the ratings 
then they need them to watch on Friday. They can't have them watching, you know, the 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 DVR. Yes, they they will kind of bring in the 24-hour ratings and all that, but they uh-huh. want that live audience. They don't want the DVR audience cuz the DVR audience can skip commercials. And so it does it does mean that wrestling has to be good enough to make people stay home on a Friday at in the first year after lockdown when everyone can go out and it's not the air isn't poison. So like it's it does feel like they have to they have to work because it's four hundred is like four hundred twenty something thousand. It was not it was not. I a saw good, four. Yeah, I saw four. Yeah. And I was like, oh oh shit, man, that's some. Ugh, I I don't. That's some uh that's some pandemic numbers, man. No, yeah, that's, that's it's like that's, I said. The, <laughs> the, 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 it's lo- worse than the pandemic. Like I said, the lowest <laughs> not not in the not in the history of pandemic. The lowest in the history of dynamite. Like period ever. They have never hit that four hundred thousand. NXT NXT is as cool as it's ever been, and it's still managing like five hundred to six hundred thousand. Uh, so they got to figure out they got to figure out something about that Friday night slot at least until the NBA playoffs and right. finals are done um oh maybe and and you know they are going to be moving to tbs so they won't get preempted as much but it it definitely it definitely does say that 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 baked in aew audience that they thought was there is mm. they there aren't going to always be there especially right. on, especially on the nights that aren't wednesday um because now now it's it you know you leave people confused save big on brunch for mom all in the kroger app Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Uh, mm. <laughs> Hey, that's, I just hey. I just report it, man. But yeah, the, the numbers <laughs> numbers not good. NXT numbers not great. SmackDown's doing good. Raw is doing fine, but it's also creatively bankrupt, so no one's really sure what to do. Like it's it, it definitely is going to be a weird summer for wrestling, but that means nature's healing because historically summer is always weird for wrestling. Uh, mm-hmm. It's it's a tough it's a it's a tough period, especially for WWE. Um, so we'll. We'll see where it goes. I'll, I'll tell you what's not tough right now. In Japan, right Damn. now, Dominion kicked it off right. You saw mm-hmm. that, right? Oh, yeah. Dude, Dominion, it, it was a return to form for New Japan. I'm seeing mm-hmm. buzz. I'm seeing buzz about the company that I haven't seen since, like, last year. Simply yeah. simply off of, uh, you know, spoiler to anyone who hasn't caught up on, on Monday morning's Dominion show yet. We got a new IWGP World Heavyweight Champion, Shingo the Dragon Takagi is now the IWGP World Champion. No, everyone's shocked. Even even Shingo, as they counted the third uh, third fall, was like, I he couldn't believe it. Uh, mm-hmm. So it, it, he did a press conference the next day, saying that once he woke up with the belt in his hotel room, that's when he was like, "Oh, that that happened. I actually I beat Okada last night. I beat Okada in the main event of Dominion of, of Dominion. Uh, so just a, a fantastic main event and a fantastic show throughout. I mean, what did you think of Dominion, Tama? Yeah, no, I really liked it, man. A lot of showed out. Um, Shingo, uh, Cobb, Cobb, yep. and and, and uh, Ibushi. Uh, even even like the the tag team that we're seeing form up um, with Naito and Sonata, that's 
that's one I didn't see coming and mm. I could, I could really get behind. I'm like, man, okay. It, it, a lot of mm. people were talking about, there's not a lot of tag teams in new Japan and to some extent they're right, but to see mm. that kind of form we're seeing, okay. You can see, I can see that happening, man. That's a strong, mm. that's a strong combination right there with Sonata and Naito. What do you think? Oh, I love it. I think especially with where both guys are at in their careers right now, mm-hmm. it's the per- it's the perfect reinvention. Because like like we keep talking about on this show, what do you have to do with Sonata? He keeps yeah. coming this close to the gold, and he can't quite get there. Naito has it seems like Naito has had his moments now that he's beaten Okada in the Tokyo mm-hmm. Dome. Now that he has been the double champion. But he he had that cloud of having to be the double champion through the pandemic. Yeah. And so both guys both guys are in this place where they, they need something. And man, the fire that has been lit under them now that they got a pin on on uh, Zack Sabre Jr. Mm-hmm. Getting, the, uh, getting that shot at the IWGP uh, heavyweight tag titles. It really does. It has lit a fire under them. You know, it's just a real, even that showdown after the match where they were getting in each other's faces and yeah. really making it clear that this is, this is the tag team for LIJ going forward. That's mm-hmm. that's gonna be a hard team to beat. It's like when when like Kawada and Tao were decided to to form a tag team, or any of those mm-hmm. old back in the in the '90s when it, when there were a lot of tag teams that were just two singles guys that were like, you know, we've been pretty good champions. What if the two of us became a tag team? You know, mm-hmm. it was like Ibushi and, and Tanahashi kind of oh, reminded me of that. Yeah. Um, and to a degree, Saber and, and Taichi came yeah. from that same same mold of we both been very good in the, in the singles world let's see what we can do together mm-hmm. um I agree, and it's man. and it's it does seem like a, a an interesting mix of styles because i think naito and tai chi have great chemistry together they're very yeah. you know especially when when tai chi starts to get really mad then you yeah. add sonata and saber two of the most fluid wrestlers that new japan has mm-hmm. right now that's it's gonna be a really really fun match when that when that oh, yeah. finally goes down um yeah, real just, excited. Just just what they were showing in that six man. Yep. You could you could see greatness happening. You know, that that definitely they could show some stuff out on a, a tag team um tournaments or a matchup. So mm-hmm. that's something I'm looking forward to. Even uh <laughs> like uh I'm gonna move forward here with yeah, Cobb and, and Cobb and Ibushi, man. Yep. Uh I I knew Cobb was strong, man. But damn, <laughs> they'll be pulling out some shit at the he, Towards the end, I'm like, holy cow, dude. He, I, he, he's really, he feels like someone put in a cheat code in a video game. And now he's just like, he's got the unlimited strength. He can take a guy like Abushi and just throw him like a pizza. Yeah. Like a, he threw him like a pizza dough, like just like in the air, tossing him, spinning that, what, what, into infinity. 5,000? Yeah, the oh F5,000. It's one, oh. of, and it, and these are moves that like Cobb used to do in like PWG and on the American indie scene when he was kind of like making a name for himself. And to mm-hmm. see him like, return to that especially with this new heel anger that he's got oh this is this is the total package right here i mean this is Mm -hmm. this is this is the jeff cobb that people i think have been wanting to see and a guy like abushi really just brought that out of him i mean these these just just kicked each other's asses for like 20 minutes oh yeah i there was a point there where uh abushi or a cop slapped the shit out of abushi and i was like oh my god Either, even the yep. knees and it, it uh, i might be wrong here but ibushi looked more jacked than before. oh yeah no <laughs> ibushi has been, i the, ibushi doesn't claim to work out but whatever he does to like maintain his body he's he's been on point because he's been resting up from an injury he's had time yeah. to kind of like get fit and he looked like a million dollars 
he looked like a freak, man. Yeah. Gosh, dang. Both of them. It was it was it was a really good match. And it's like I yeah. said, Cobb used to always do these like the flips and the F five thousand, all these moves on PWG. But he was always such a nice boy that it's like, well, he's. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he can do these athletic feats of strength, but I don't. I don't believe that he's actually trying to hurt the other guy. Whereas, like now, he's like, oh, he's he's mad, he's angry, yeah. and he's trying to he's trying to break this dude. Like, oh yeah. It, oh, Cobb has really been stepping up since uh, and holding the empire together. Well, yeah. well, uh, well, uh, what's his name? Osprey has been you know on the out with the injury. So yeah, I, I like that. He's he's being the veteran that he is in the group, really putting. Uh, coming forward and stepping up. That's that's something uh, Khan, you know, Khan can look forward to. Hanada yep. can look forward to is, is having somebody, you know, keep it together for the group. Uh, I like that, yep. man. Absolutely. A lot of, a lot of good stuff coming from, from the United Empire as they, they kind of deal with, with losing Osprey so quickly into their ascension. Uh, it, it, I'm, I'm very excited to see what the summer holds because not only did Ibushi, look like a million dollars in that match after Shingo Takagi won the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship he straight up said he called out Ibushi and said we gotta yeah. we gotta do this they'd been teasing that match during mm-hmm. Ibushi's run with the double titles through the New Japan Cup and now mm-hmm. it's looking like we're finally gonna get uh get Takagi versus Ibushi I, that's gonna that's gonna be some fire oh, that's yeah. gonna be where do you okay so let me ask you where do you think Okada goes from here he's been I mean it's he it's, keeps taking you know he's not the Okada that we knew from before. He keeps stepping up, but he keeps mm-hmm. getting battered down. You know, coming off from an injury, coming off, you know. Yeah. What he's, do you think? He, Where does he go from here? It's a very good question because I I was one of those people who, as much as I love Shingo Takagi, and I've I've talked him up in Happy Hour, I've talked him up on this podcast. I really thought it was going to be Okada. I thought they were going to uh-huh. go for that that safe and stable story of Okada, not only coming back. From beating COVID, he beats Takagi, he wins the belt, and he, you know, all is right in New Japan. Mm-hmm. But he, he definitely seems to be in this kind of transitional place because, like, it's like you said, he's been dealing with the back injury. He just got back from from dealing with COVID, and now he's he's lost a, a match that everyone assumed he was going to win. We've got the Summer Struggle Tour coming up for him to maybe make some moves there but it, it, again Takagi's already calling out Ibushi Osprey's on Twitter calling uh, Takagi an interim champion uh, the number <laughs> the number of people that are, are calling out the champs getting pretty crowded I don't know if Okada can can kind of squeeze his way nah man through there. I don't think I don't think he has the I don't think he has the right to I think you be I, chopped down I think you got to start from the bottom you got to work <laughs> your way all the way up up the ladder go through everybody yeah. You know, get back. I, I know you, you've you been the champ. I know you ran it for however many years, right? Six, five, six plus years. Mm-hmm. But, but man, you, you've, this past two years have been iffy for you. And I think you, you had this chance. You just cut in front of a lot of people to get mm-hmm. to the top. And now that you've been chopped, you gotta, you gotta go all the way to the bottom. Start all over again, man. Start I- all over again. Shout out to to the Corey, Corey Fitz in the the Twitch chat right now. He's bringing up a good point. There is always the never open weight title picture, and and Okada does not have a a a short history with Jay White. The two of them have a very long mm. storied rivalry. If you if you have Okada and Jay White fighting over the never open weight title, I think that that could continue to elevate what has has been a, a title on the rise for the past uh, few years. Uh, it's like we said. It's uh, Shingo Takagi who just won the IWGP World Belt. The whole reason he was in position, 
because he was just the never open weight champion. Mm-hmm. He's he had a high profile feud with with Tanahashi that I think really turned some people's heads. Like it, it's looking like that never belt is is starting to to really take on that old IWGP Intercontinental lineage, that old uh, second main event belt vibe. Okada versus White could really not only bring that title up, but give them, those two some fresh, fresh uh, meat to fight over. Yeah. What about the what about the U.S. title? title that's a good belt, man. What's that's a good. On, what's going on over there? That's a good question because now that now that Nagata's been been beaten down by Moxley, Moxley's just kind of hanging out in I guess Vegas now because that's where he lives. Uh, he's he's in Vegas. He's running around in the the tag team scene over in AEW. No one's really calling out the the IAWGP United States title. Uh, it, it any it, it really Okada could call him out. Uh, he, and any of the hell you could call it. You're you're in America. You could you could even call out Moxley for the IWGP US title. Oh no, I'm I'm taking a break. I'm gonna chill out for a little bit. I, I've been working for the past three months in Japan. I'm trying to chill out for a little bit, y'all. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Wait, but but, hey. but the, you know what? I, I, I think that that singles need to start over at the G1. I can't be calling out everybody till I prove myself in that G1. That's fair. So no, that's know? that's fair. But hey, you asked. Let's keep what's going it on real. One hundred. You're the one that asked what's going on with the U.S. belt. I'm just telling you what's going on, <laughs> and that that you know it's just it's just kind of chilling. Either it's either in Vegas or it's in Florida. It's in one of those two places right now. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, it it definitely feels like Oka- the 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 uh, the the world is Okada's oyster outside of the IWGP world. Like I, I don't think anyone would complain about him going for the never belt. I don't think anyone mm. would complain about him pulling a Naito, grabbing someone from chaos and going for the, the tag titles. I just think that I, if, if Okada starts going for that main event world heavyweight belt, anytime within the next year, people are mm. going to go now, hang a minute, hang on a minute. Unless he's, unless he wins the G one, unless he yeah. is the, the one who actually wins the G one climax, it's going to be mm-hmm. very hard for him to make that case. Very hard. I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. Start from the bottom, Okada. You back down to the down to the bottom. Work your way back up, man. I can see I can see the US title. I can see I can see him going for that. I can see him going right? for the for the never. I can see that. If you're gonna start I mean, start climb your way back up, man. Hell and, and if we're talking about Okada and and the, the proof that he, he does have that international appeal, y'all so I, I still maintain that what sold out Madison Square Garden was the idea of Okada in Madison Square Garden, like that main event helped sell out Madison Square Garden. It's just been reported today. Madison Square Garden's ready to go back to full capacity. It's open for business. Okada, Ooh. hear me out. Hear me out. Just it, Okada versus Moxley in Madison Square Garden. Oh, I would buy a ticket to that. Me too. Right. I would. And I, and I get land for free. I will buy a ticket. <laughs> that's that's the that's the real proof. People that can get, even New Japan rosters like you know what I'll buy I'll buy a ticket. No worries. You, you could be wrestling on that show and you'd still buy a ticket. <laughs> I like that idea, man. I, that's oof. We, we booking it right now, man. MSG. We keep joking that we need to get the international roster over here for vaccinations anyway. I mean, let's get let's do oh, Madison. Speaking of vac- hey, hey, speaking of vaccinations, yep. I just got my first shot today, man. My little my arm a little sore right now, right here. Yep. Shit. But, yeah, uh, it's like like the arm in the armpit where your lymph node are. That's gonna yep. that's gonna be a little swollen. But uh, Damn. congratulations. Which are you? Hey. Are you Moderna gang or are you the Pfizer gang? Which uh, I'm a, I'm a Moderna. 
a All Moderna right. gang right there. Hell yeah. M gang for life. Fires are over <laughs> here, but frankly, I think I'm, I'm glad I'm glad anyone gets anything. I like I'm I'm down with Moderna. I'm down with Pfizer. Johnson and Johnson folks, come on in. AstraZeneca so, so, over in Britain, come on over. So so the crazy thing is is that I get my shot and then um so I, I get it at uh there mm-hmm. is a CVS pharmacy inside Target, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So I, I get my shot and uh they give me a coupon. A five dollar off coupon, and and I'm like, what? I get a nice. I get a coup I get a five dollar coupon for my shot, and I, I'm so surprised. I'm like, all right, so I use it right away. I am talking mm-hmm. to my my younger brother. I'm talking to him, Leo, and I'm like, yo, why did they give me a five a five dollar off for for getting my <laughs> Moderna shot? What's what? He goes because people don't want to. They're trying to yep. get uh, incentives for people to take the shots around here. I said, what? People don't want to take the shots? What's going on in America? We got overloaded with shots. People are uh, in other countries dying to get this shot and over here we're deciding not to take shots we're all we've got more shots to give than any other country in the world and people are not wanting we have to give out five dollar five dollar coupons for people to take shots I'm I'm surprised I'm surprised they're only doing five dollars. Like in in Illinois, we have a, a bill in the state house that's about to pass that is would give people a free beer or free out or a free shot. In in Washington State, they are working on a program to give you a free joint if you get uh, your shot because uh, it's legal there, and so they can just give away weed to people who got vaccinations. Oh Krispy Kreme is giving away free donuts. It, that's that's the new thing, is vaccine incentives, because they realize the vaccine isn't enough of an incentive for some people. I just came from Japan after being yep. there for three months, and, and half of my three months, I was quarantined. Yep. <laughs> I was quarantined yep. because there was nobody vaccinated. People were catching it, and and... There was no, the the shots no shots was even in available in Japan, I, and only in America, only in America this this can happen, man. Are, are you people crazy? What's going on, America? I knew you guys were crazy, man. Shit, only in the land of the free you're free to do whatever the hell you want, and like not take it, <laughs> like not take a damn shot, man. Come on. Oh. I'm with I'm with you. I don't I don't get it. I've, it, it especially with places like India, uh, places like it's pretty much just North America. Like Canada's got it. We've got it. Mexico technically has it. Um, but uh, we, we're we're hoarding it. We're we're holding on to it, and we need to we need to start. I don't know. My my stance is if if we have so many people that don't want it here, send it to the people who want it, and then we'll we'll let the people that don't want it figure it out because they yeah, they'll yeah. they'll. they'll They'll either want it eventually, or they won't need it if you catch my drift. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like it, the whole conspiracy shit, man. Y'all got too much time in your hands, man. Yep. Y'all need more important shit to think about than that dumb shit, bro. <laughs> you come on, you only got eight eight hundred followers in your Instagram. Fucking let it go, bro. <laughs> Let's stop posting some dumb shit and go get your shot, man. You know, uh, it's not about you. It's about us, yo. God damn. It's no, yeah. It's very, it, it's very easy to just run with bullshit these days. As as anyone who's paid paid attention to wrestling media has ever seen, it's 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 easy to take something that has no founding and just turn it into a, a full turn it into a full on statue where it's concrete and everything, but it's still full of shit. Uh, and, you, know, you know, like it's the facade is marble, but it's still nothing but it's nothing but fairy dust and bullshit on the inside. Um, but yeah, please get the, get that shot. Stop listening to influencers and start listening to some actual. Doc- doctors uh like i that's my that's my whole thing 
Because, like, I don't know. I, I turned off autoplay on YouTube, so nothing, no one's, like, for, no one's, you know, sneaking anything into my playlists. No one's, I'm not, I don't listen to a lot of Joe Rogan. I get the clips, but yeah. <laughs> get your shots. If you get your shots, we can we can do SummerSlam in, in August with, with a lot of fun. We can do uh, uh, All Out in Chicago. AEW's coming to St. Louis. You can have so much fun. Just get, get the shot. No get one has to shot, be man. Let's get this thing about going, it. right? Let's get this world rolling again, man. We're trying to wrestle in front of y'all again. <laughs> get Hell your yeah. damn shots, dude. That's, so, that's, we can, so we can get this Okada and damn this Okada master in, in uh, MSG, man. Come yeah. on. Absolutely. That's that's the incentive. Like I said, it's all about vaccine incentives right now. Get the shot and we can have wrestling again. Yes, there's technically been wrestling this whole time. There wasn't supposed to be. We just ran with it, okay? Now we can actually have wrestling again. <laughs> hey, go get your shot so we can have the Mox and Okada match at MSG. There you go. That's an Damn incentive, right? right? Damn right. Because I don't I, I the I, the more I hear about the vaccine rates and the more I hear about how people just don't want to get it, this is the more I understand Jeff Bezos having billions of dollars. This man has over a hundred billion dollars and it's decided he's gonna sit on top of a rocket and get launched into space on July twentieth. And now I'm kinda like, you know what? I I'd like to be in space for like three hours, just away from every the entire to just to be able to say i'm not on this planet for like three hours would be fantastic the way things are going right now yeah man it, i think there was an astronaut i forgot which astronaut it was but he you know he put it out you know he's out there in space he's looking at earth and how small earth is man he's like oh you politician all this drama all this shit if you can only be out there and look back and be like yo stop with the conspiracies and all that dumb shit dog. <laughs> just just Come on, man. Step out and look at it from outside the box and just get with the program here. Mm. Get with the program. Oh, my gosh. Hey, I, and Bezel's going out. Man, come on, Elon. You can't let Bezel beat you out there to outer space. Come I was going to say, I feel like because like Bill Gates hasn't been doing anything with, with rockets, so he can just kind of keep dealing with his divorce. But uh, <laughs> at the end of the day... Musk and, and Bezos, they've been like, they've been racing each other to space. Musk has been very big on just sending up like Unman a lot of unmanned rockets. He sent a car up there. He sent like, his Tesla car. <laughs> yeah, like he's, he's, it's been to to Musk's credit, uh, he's been very safe about it for the most part. And so, like, but Jeff Bezos putting his money where his mouth is, not only saying he's going to put a man on top of one of his rockets, he's going to be the man. He's going to he's going to be the guy who I I don't know. There are a million places your brain can go when you remember that this is a guy who's also he's in 15 days uh, before he. Uh, gets on top of the rocket, he'll be stepping down as the head of Amazon. He's also going through a divorce. This is a guy who's like, I need to get off. The, I, he's like all of us. He's like, I need to get off this planet for a little bit. My ex-wife isn't in space. I'm my ex-wife is on Earth. Hey, hey, if he's out there in space, the you know the the rules don't apply to him. You know? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't know if she can claim money that he's got up in space. <laughs> She can claim, like, and that's, I think that's why he's stepping down as Amazon, because, like, he is the Amazon head, because, like, if he's Amazon head, he's got all this income that she can be like, hey, I, that's part, half of that should be coming to me as we, Ooh. as we go through this, but if he's, if he's stepping down, it's all, it's all just his stuff, it's all his if he, business. If he's stepping down or stepping out of space, she, <laughs> she can't get any of it, right? Oh yeah, gosh. it's. Uh, it's gonna. It's. I'm definitely gonna. It, I, I'm sure they'll be live streaming it somehow. I'll be. I'll be watching on July 20th because I. How can you not watch 
a billionaire launch himself into space. He's either going to go into space or something's going to go horribly wrong, but I'm going to be watching. Yeah. Space or oblivion, whichever one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good luck to him though. Hey, let's, let's He's going to He's going to get he's going to get out there and finally see all these aliens that the the CIA keeps telling us about now. <laughs> Hey, that's just legit, man. It is. I, you see, did you see the video of the, the, the spaceship that goes underwater? I saw it. I saw oh. it. And that, that happened two years ago. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> now that there's, they got a, a either a military official or someone who's, who said something along the lines of, look, we don't know if it's aliens. We don't know if it's a foreign country. But whatever we're encountering is hundreds or thousands of years ahead of us technologically. Oh, man. To the point where if you haven't seen this video, it's a video from, I think, a, 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 like an Air Force pilot or something where he sees a he sees a, a, a unidentified object fly out and then fly directly under the water into the sea. So there might be... <sighs> It's not only it's not only stuff from outside of our world that might be sending UFOs. It's entirely possible whatever weird squid stuffs living down in the the bottom of the ocean in the midnight zone or whatever they call it that uh, might be sending stuff up as well. Hey, uh, did you ever read the part where they said that uh, octopus, if they they're um, they're so smart that they can take over the mm-hmm. world if they all work together, but they're, since they're all uh, yep like solo, they all run solo. They It'll never happen, right? Oh yeah, no. Octopuses octopus are aliens. Yeah, <laughs> it's very possible. Octopuses and squids, those are and mollusks, those are going to be the the next dominant species on Earth. Like one once all of the like Homo sapien and all of the you know sort of ape descended uh, r- species die off, then it's it's going to be nothing but squids, baby. It's going to be a squid world. Yeah, at least, man. At least that's what a Discovery Channel show I watched in like. 10th grade told me <laughs> <laughs> i saw hey i saw an octopus inside an aquarium yep. eat a shark man kill a shark they were finding what? dead sharks all over the place and they finally caught it the octopus was was it like it. it was like squeak, sleek, sneaking out of its uh tank because they can do that i've seen the vids no no like- no no it, it was in, it's inside like it's oh. this big ass like tank and the shark and the octopus would hide under wait for a shark come up come up wrap around it and i don't know i don't know hold Damn. him down hold him down till he died you know how sharks have to move up move yep. around to to breathe well yeah man octopus don't play bro damn he got eight arms bro <laughs> yeah i know i'm i'm completely terrified of the sea i think the fact that we've explored more of space than we have of the sea tells me everything i know about the ocean like apparently people just went no no we're hey, not going back down there that's why the aliens go in the water man because yep. we don't go check down there we're all here checking out the out of space they're all hiding in the ocean man yep exactly exactly they're all but man octopus is killing sharks what a world what a world <laughs> The Kraken. I just saw here somebody <laughs> talk about the Kraken. <laughs> exactly. Hey, that might be a crack. That's that's what I like about Godzilla. It's entirely possible. There's one. Release down. the Kraken. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot! We just went from wrestling all the way to aliens to the Kraken. <laughs> only only on Thomas Island, baby. Only on, on Island, man. Anything flies, man. <laughs> I'm Jeff married. Bezos and his divorce <laughs> going out of space. 
And like everything always carries over to the happy hour. So I'm very excited for the squid talk we're going to have on this week's happy hour. If you, if, if you also want to talk squids to us, head on over to Thomas uh, to patreon.com backslash Thomas Island, become an Islander tier subscriber. We're, we're doing for the month of June. We're doing every, every week is going to be a happy hour. Every week. Because as we've noted, there's a lot to talk about in between the two when we were doing the two weeks. Like we we would do a happy hour, then we'd do an episode, and then WWE would release a bunch of people, and we'd have to wait like a week and a half to talk about it. Now we're gonna be talking about it every week. This week we'll be every talking about week, Ron. man. This week we'll be talking about whatever happens on the Friday Dynamite. We'll be talking about squids. We'll be talking about Bezos. We'll be talking about it all. You know, going from springtime to summer, that's when all the dramas come out, man. Oh, yeah. that's. It's hot. It's hot boy drama right here. It's hot boy drama summer. Let's go. <laughs> oh man, it's it's definitely gonna be it's gonna be a weird weird summer. Shout out to Corey Fitz hashtag Squid Sesh. It's gonna be a Squid Sesh. Um, <laughs> oh, this is ridiculous. Hey guys, check it out. Our sponsor. We want to thank our sponsors for checking us out, man. For helping us out, pay the bills. Um, to be the man, comics. Thank you very much, and. Manscape, you gotta check out Manscape. Use code name Tama. We got Father's Day coming up here mm-hmm. soon this month of June. Use the code name Tama. They got new products out. Check it out. Use code name Tama. We'll see you guys here next week. We'll see you guys on uh on 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 Tama's Island this weekend on Happy Hour. Ross, man, where can they find you? At Ross W Berman IV on Twitter, at Ross Berman IV on Instagram, and then uh, Ross Berman Bandcamp for uh, all my music and all. Uh, if you need my New Japan coverage, I'm over at WrestleZone.com. Nice man, you guys can get me on Thomas Island, and then I forgot my whole damn social media. Oh, <laughs> oh hey, here, here I got, you. I got you, <laughs> Ross. You, I went blank there for a second. That's fine. You're uh, you're at the good bad guy Tama Tonga on on Instagram. You you're uh, Tama underscore Tonga on uh, on Twitter. I th- oh, man, I think I think that's what it is. And then uh, yeah. Patreon.com backslash Thomas Island if you want to. Hey, you know where to find me, man. Yeah. Come on, come on, and find me. Let's play Waldo and find Tama Tonga. All right, <laughs> you guys. Thank you very much, Ross. Thank you for covering up, man. Thank you. Appreciate you guys on uh, on Twitch on the chat here. Thank you very much. We'll see you guys this weekend. And we'll see you guys next week. Peace out. Thank you for listening to this week's Thomas Island. Find more great Thomas Island content like the Shotgun series, weekly happy hour Zoom calls with Tama, video versions of the podcast, and much, much more at patreon.com forward slash Thomas Island. And visit at Thomas Island on Instagram and Twitter.